Welcome, one and all, to a special emergency edition of Shots Gotta Fall, the premiere of the best, the only Penn State basketball podcast. I'm Steve Travis, writing solo for this emergency update on uh, on Monday, February 19th, and I have the unfortunate task of uh, breaking the news that uh, happened today during the Mike Rhodes Weekly Press Conference, uh, in which he stated that Kanye Clary was dismissed from the team. Um, certainly a surprising uh, development for myself and I know for my co-host as well. Uh, certainly not something that we foresaw when we uh, uh, recorded our podcast uh, yesterday, uh, as you're listening to this. Um, but uh, obviously a decision that was uh, a long time in the making, it, at least it appears that way. Um, and it's certainly a disappointing situation and an uncomfortable situation uh, for both sides. Uh, officially, uh, very little was uh, commented about this decision uh, by Coach Rhodes at this press conference. Uh, first, he said it was the coach's decision. So it was not a, uh, you know, an academic issue, uh, at least uh, the main reason. There was not a, a, a team rules issue, at least that wasn't listed as the main reason. Uh, it was not uh, Kanye Clary's decision. Uh, it was coach's decision. That was what Mike Rhodes said at the press conference. Uh, he said, we're just going to have to move on and focus on the task at hand with our team now. Uh, and that, uh, you know, some guys are going to have to step up. Other guys are going to move around some positions. You want to get to a place where you have a system where guys feel comfortable, no matter what position they're in. He also said, I think every decision I make is based on the culture of this program. Sometimes those decisions are delicate and hard, but they also got to be made. Um, so, you know, there have been some rumors flying about kind of what uh, led to this. Uh, there has been some reporting by people with uh, much higher credentials than I have uh, about what led to this. And uh, if you want to seek those uh, explanations out, uh, feel free to uh, to engage in those services. Uh, what I feel comfortable saying uh, without uh, stealing other people's reporting is that it, it does uh, feel like there was some discontent. On, on on both sides, and I, and I think that's uh, pretty obvious just from the, the the body language, from some of the the actual comments that have been made in the past by uh, Coach Rhodes. Um, you know, we talked about last week how uh, Coach Rhodes said in his post game press conference following Michigan State uh, that there's a culture that needs to be built at Penn State, and he wants to help build that culture, but it's going to take some time. Take some time to get every to, everybody to kind of buy in. Uh, to what you want to do. Uh, that's a refrain that he has repeated multiple times over the course of the season. So it doesn't take much reading between the lines to figure out that there has been some uh, disagreement, some discontent in the locker room. And obviously, I think a certain level of that is to be expected when you're a, a new head coach in a in a building situation. You know, brought in a lot of players uh, to this school for the first time. Um, you're bringing back very few minutes from the previous year, as we have talked about ad nauseum. And so in for just Kanye's case, just bringing it back to him specifically, you're bringing in a player who is carrying over from a previous regime. Clearly, he was not getting the playing time out of Coach Shrewsbury that he wanted, and I wouldn't expect any player to be satisfied with, uh, you know, just a handful of minutes per game out of uh, out of their first year head coach. So he walks into the situation with Mike Rhodes, presumably uh, expecting a, uh, to play a larger role, and he gets to play that larger role. He leaves his Penn State career with uh, just over 16 points per game, 
But at one point before his injury, a couple of weeks ago, he was averaging over 20 points per game. He was uh, top five in the Big Ten in scoring. Uh, certainly a huge year one to year two jump uh, from uh, for Kanye Clary. And his improvement, certainly not for a lack of, of playing time. He got that uh, quite a lot over the course of his, uh, his second year, his sophomore season here at Penn State. But we reported uh, a couple of uh, podcasts ago with the Michigan game at the Palestra, how there was clearly some discontent, some disagreement there between Kanye Clary, Coach Rhodes, and uh, the Kanye Clary family. There were some reports of uh, coaches uh, looking up into the stands and, and chatting or maybe loudly talking to family members in the crowd. Uh, there was reports of, of Coach Rhodes with his arm around Kanye Clary having a pretty intense conversation on the sidelines near halftime of that game. And again, you you take that as one element of the story and you sprinkle in the comments about culture and getting players to buy in and how difficult that is and how challenging that is. Uh, and we also have the you know reported instances to bring up another player with Ace Baldwin earlier in the season, right? Ace Baldwin was benched uh, for a couple of games, taken out of the starting lineup and brought in off the bench. And, uh, you know, that leads us to think that there have been some disciplinary issues, some locker room issues over the course of the season for Mike Rhodes. And I think just, you know, speaking editorially here, I think a lot of that is to be expected. And I think a lot of that is, is understandable to a certain degree. Uh, for whatever reason, he was able to work out those differences with Ace Baldwin, not uh, clearly able to work out those differences uh, with Kanye Clary. Uh, did Kanye Clary uh, dislike how he was being used, particularly coming off of his injury? That's possible. Um, did Mike Rhodes uh, dislike Kanye's uh, demeanor, his discipline? Um, I think that's possible as well. Um, but I think ultimately what we're seeing here is uh, two camps, uh, neither of which really agreeing on the best path forward. And I think in order to build the culture that he wants to build at Penn State and to carry on that uh, that dogma, that vision of what he wants to achieve at Penn State, Coach Rhodes saw it as the only way forward was to uh, let Kanye Clary uh, search for a, a better fit for himself. And to do that, um, before the season ends, uh, which is certainly an unusual and a unique position that usually doesn't happen. Um, so, you know, it leads you to think that that something in the past week or two really came to a head uh, with the Clary-Penn State uh, relationship that caused things to unravel uh, so quickly. But if, if you are head coach and you're under the belief that, you know, maybe um, this guy doesn't really want to be here and he's not really showing his commitment or his, uh, you know, the proper attitude with his, uh, his play and his conduct, uh, both on and off the court. Maybe it's best for both of us if we just, you know, cut it at the head, uh, and try to move on the rest of the season with the guys who do, you know, are more inclined to buy in or who are showing that effort, showing that attitude, of, uh, of support and trying to get this program uh, going in the right direction. Uh, it's a difficult situation. It's a disappointing situation. Uh, but now we have to see from both sides kind of how this goes, right? We have to see from the uh, Penn State side, obviously two big games coming up this week, as we talked about on the last podcast, Illinois at Rec Hall Wednesday night and Indiana at home on Saturday. 
Uh, Penn State's coming off of three consecutive losses. So this is an opportunity for them to right the ship. And when you have a situation like this, it can go one of two ways, obviously, right? You can either galvanize around these moments as a team. You can come together. Uh, and certainly you had uh, comments to that effect uh, from uh, Puff Johnson and uh, DeMarco Dunn, who spoke following Mike Rhodes uh, in the press conference. Uh, Puff said, quote, we have faith in this program, faith in Coach Rhodes, and it's just a team thing. And we just got to keep working as a team and keep on building every day to become the best team possible. Uh, so clearly that is a player who was brought in from North Carolina, along with DeMarco Dunn, uh, who are trying their best to acclimate to a new situation under a new coach. And he is saying in those comments that, you know what? We're, we're all we got, we all we need, right? We're, we're just going to come together and, and we're going to do our best to kind of move this thing forward. And they have an opportunity where it's a, it's a really good time to do that, right? Against a really good Illinois team on Wednesday and any other teams can be looking for revenge on Saturday. We'll see how it goes. Uh, it, it could go really well or it can fall apart really quickly. And, and obviously we'll be here uh, next weekend to kind of talk about uh, that part of it. For Kanye Clary, what happens from here? Uh, well, I think he's still going to get opportunities at a high major program. Uh, I don't think uh, the situation, as ugly and messy as it is, is going to keep him off of the, the phone call lists of uh, the high major programs. They're going to see his production and they're going to see his his discontent and his frustration with this program and say, well, how can we make it better for you, right? How can we help you help us? And, and I think you are going to see a couple of head coaches uh, come to that defense. Obviously, in today's college basketball, it also comes down to money, right? We, you know, we hate to have that conversation, but NIL is a factor. Um, Kanye Clary is going to hit the transfer portal with a, uh, a dollar figure in mind and We'll see if there's a, a high major program that uh, wants to meet that figure. Um, you know, you hate to say it's it's about money in today's college basketball, but you know these are 18 to 22 year olds who um, are putting in a lot of work uh, for their college education and for hopefully future NBA prospects. And you know, they if they want to get paid for that, they think they have a right to uh, go shop themselves and and see what they can get for their services. I, I think Kanye Clary does end up at maybe an ACC or a Big East school. I mean, he's from Virginia Beach, right? So that that's right in ACC territory. Um, if he wants, or if he wants to take a little bit of a step down and, and be more of a, you know, a star player on a, on a mid-major franchise, uh, uh, the Coastal Athletic Association is right there. You have the CAA there. Uh, you have the A-10 uh, that sets up shop down there. Um, so there are a couple of conferences that I think would be a good fit for him. But I, I don't think his career is is over as a Division I college basketball player uh, because of this uh, situation. Uh, but I think, you know, for, for Kanye's perspective, I, I do think he needs to do some introspection here. You know, I think there needs to be a little bit of a, let me look in the mirror and kind of see what the kind of player I, I want to be versus the kind of player that I am versus the kind of player that other teams, other coaches want me to be. And, you know, as an 18... Uh, 19 year old, those decisions are not easy to come by. Those conversations are not easy to have. Um, but I think he will do that. Uh, and I hope he does. You know, it's, it's very difficult to be a, a facilitator and a 20 point scorer. You know, he's 5'11". That is, that is small. That is small for a point guard in today's college basketball. So whether or not he's able to do something 
really positive with that development, whether he wants to become a full-time number one or a, a full-time number two point guard versus shooting guard. I think that'll be an interesting decision that he has to make in, in discussion with his family and discussion with the coaches uh, that may be recruiting him uh, for the future. Um, obviously wish Kanye all the best going forward and it'll be interesting to see where he ends up and we'll obviously keep you posted on that in future episodes, but Penn state moves on Kanye Clary moves on and Penn state moves on first. They'll move on to Wednesday against the Illinois fighting Illini, a huge matchup, a 6:30 PM Wednesday night at rec hall. And then Saturday back to the Bryce Jordan center at noon against the Indiana Hoosiers. Uh, so that's about it. A uh, short episode here. Just wanted to bring you up to speed as to uh, the, the Kanye Clary situation. Obviously the news broke long before this episode has come out. So um, I would assume you know all this by now, but uh, if I had to be the bearer of bad news, uh, I apologize for that. But uh, we always want to keep you updated here uh, with the latest regarding Penn State. We hope that we will be back on Sunday uh, to just talk about some basketball games uh, and not have to spend a lot of time talking about this or any other unfortunate news regarding the program. We hope the next time that I speak to you is on uh, on Sunday following or sorry, next Monday following uh, Penn State's games uh, this week. Uh, but obviously, if something breaks before then, uh, we'll be the first to uh, let you know. Till next time, I'm Steve Travis. We're signing off for Shots Gotta Fall. We will talk to you next week.